0: This is where it's at.
1: Episode 32 wow tonight yeah that's wild. You no know, part of me feels like it's it's only been a few but part of me also feels like we've been doing this for years i think it's the quality of the show i think that's as, as opposed to quantity <laughs> it's got to be it the quality makes us feel like we're we're true uh, podcasters that is crazy this number 32 I know. already there we're flying i love it. It, it the old adage Trey, time flies right all that right? all that bullshit all that jazz yep um, let me, it's been a little while, Trey, so I've had to apologize. And I'm going to go ahead and do it. And no one really cares, and I don't think this person uh, listens to the show, considering they're pretty famous. Well, you never know. Never know. you got to be careful. A couple episodes ago, Trey and I talked about, um, I believe it was called breve, something along those lines. Filled with three Qs. And <laughs> right. Two R's. And, um, oh yeah, the odd silent Italian Q. There we go. And It uh, makes sense. So in Italy, they had that uh, groping. Do you remember the 10 second? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I had mentioned that the actor—I said actress—in White Lotus, Paolo Camilli. Well, it's actually a, a man, a very, a very manly man. Yeah. Uh, and I just—the the article had a picture of a woman, and I—I I just mixed it up. So, in case Paolo is listening. I apologize for calling you a woman. So we thought a woman's name was Paolo. Uh, I think I even said like, "This is okay." I guess that's, that's a pretty masculine guess, name for a woman this day and age, right? I thought, okay, whatever. I guess it's possible. So there's my apology for the evening. Uh, not that big of a deal, but again, I always want to get my facts straight, including the gender slash sex of a uh, actor.
0: I wow. feel I feel better about that one. I don't feel as as uh, offended anymore. So I appreciate that, Ryan. <laughs>
1: yeah um
0: man what a what a f- another
1: fun show with meg and antoine right always i uh i guess i can apologize for getting so I, I you know i call it tipsy to kind of cushion the blow but i think i i might have been a little drunk there by the end of the show uh but I, you just never anticipate i mean the first time we we got them in here we were two and a half hours and now this was almost three and a half hours and you just kind of you know some people say well ryan you still talk quite a bit when they're in here and i but I don't think I talk as much. And so during those uh, moments of listening, I'm taking sips. Sucking down yeah. more alcohol, yeah. So either I need to change the alcohol to a lower alcohol level, or I need to mix it with water, or I need to drink uh, uh, just water. <laughs> what do you think? Sounds like a plan.
0: Yeah, you gotta uh, figure something
1: I'm, out. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna try and, uh, and work on that when we have guests. Uh, I just like to have fun, Trey. That's all it is.
0: We all like to have fun, I think.
1: But, uh... How are
0: you? Can't complain. Yeah. Are you uh, doing all of your usual? You're biking. You're working out. Man, I'm trying to stay active. You know. So yeah. it's a it's a daily grind. I've I th- keep you know trying different supplements and trying different things to make me feel young and <sighs> make me feel like you know I can go do another workout. I actually, try to a, a pre workout for the first time. And I a pre workout pre workout. And so it's a a powder, of course, and it's actually endorsed or owned—I should say—by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, so I get my daily uh, motivational speech from him. So I saw that on there, but it's also he's part owner of this particular product. Which, you know, thinking pre-workout, I guess there's no two better people to endorse it when it comes to pre-workout than Arnold Schwarzenegger and actually LeBron James. So. Oh. I mean he's in great shape for his age, yeah. you know. So it's like, well, if anybody's going to endorse it, at least it's True. somebody actually in decent shape, so.
1: Well, I don't is is Arnold paying us to promote? I don't know. We need to reach out because that was a quite the uh, promotion you just gave. You're welcome, our, Arnold. Good old Arnold. So. And LeBron, you know, look, I you know, no one can argue LeBron's uh, talent. I just some he said some shit and he just kind of his the, the whole I'm the king, and he throws up the powder or whatever that is. Yeah, I the game. I'm i just not. I, this guy. I, I, I'm a Jordan guy and, and even a Kobe guy, I think, over LeBron. What do you think? Who are your top three? Top three, actually. Or, or I mean, I guess you got to put Akeem and uh, – um, Not say, not,
0: a, not Akeem. Um, um,
1: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
0: Kareem, Will. Um, honestly, I, I really was a huge Shaq fan. Yeah. I think, yeah, he's got to be up there. I see. think if he would have stayed in shape, he would have been – Probably up there at the top. I
1: just don't think LeBron is the far and away uh, com- uh, competitor to Michael Jordan. I think yeah. that they're all kind of do their
0: thing. You can't. It's hard to compare a power forward to a you know, shooting guard. Well, and I hate to say it. I mean, you know, he didn't get the publicity he probably should have. But even like a Tim Duncan, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, how much I hate to say that. No, you don't love Timmy, and um, uh, I, I do. He was my my boy, but the numbers speak for you know. Yeah. So. so, but
1: good for LeBron and Arnold, and they're doing this together.
0: Yeah, they're in the in business oh. together for on this particular product. So okay. it's a whole well, line see, of different things. Let's see things. if you,
1: uh, your muscles start popping.
0: Well, I tell you what, I was really dragging ass earlier, and I hit this pre workout, and I'm I'm running on pre workout right now. Oh. So well, good. Let's enjoy this ride. So <laughs> so I may the,
1: pass out. All of a sudden, it really kicks in. Yeah. And you're just like, and then all of a sudden, you pass out. I'll paint the house and then yeah. fall asleep. So. <laughs> Okay. Well, good. Another quick update for you, my esteemed co-host. We are, we're having a, and I, and I just don't, I don't like to brag, but we're having a really, really solid month compared to, um, you know, this is only month number four, but we're having a fantastic month. And did you know that we have 56 countries? Wow. That have, Listened at some point, and, and you know, I get it. Some are VPNs. I get it. Shut up. Just let us enjoy this. For- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. But the bottom line is that not all of them are. And even if you take a few of those countries away, um, that's still pretty impressive. Yeah. And to me, it's it's been really neat to watch. And uh, some of these have risen, and, and some of the promos we've been doing with other companies that I've been working, we've been working with, and. So, so a lot of it's legit. It's 29% of the countries out there have tuned in at some point. Likewise, the number of states in this country do you know how many states there are, right? Maybe. (laughs) We have 43 of the 50. Wow. 86% of the states have uh, clicked in, and only a couple of them are, are, you know, one or two listens. Oh. Only a couple are one or two. Uh, Most of them have have enough to, to not be considered maybe VPN users or whatever
0: but oh, it's pretty cool I wonder if these people are using the VPN because they're embarrassed to show <laughs> where they're listening from yeah I don't know or it's, they don't want to be found out. It, it's it's just a security thing
1: and it, uh, that, it just doesn't it can't that way it doesn't track you back or whatever but
0: they don't they don't want anybody the, to know that they listen to stay in the gray that might be it too. but
1: the, the gentleman that explained tried to explain it to me as well as he could it was just mentioning that it's just, just security thing. Yeah. That every Quote, everybody should be using it, but I guarantee you there aren't that many people using it. Yeah. So it's cool to see, and those are the updates. Keep it going. Let's keep it rolling. Maybe they're all from East Texas. and They're just all using VPNs around the world. <laughs> uh, that would be quite a few people. We'd have all of East Texas if uh, that was the case, like everybody in East Texas.
0: So, Ryan, let me ask you this. I've actually got a couple questions here for wow. you, but all right. this one jumped out at me because I know as a bagpipe player. Well, I, I try my best. Try. Did you know that, that it's a myth that they're actually Scottish?
1: Shut up. I'm not listening to that. Yeah. Someone tried to tell
0: me that before. I I knew you would get butt hurt about yeah, that.
1: Yeah. All right. <sighs> I'm going to take a deep breath and try and listen to you. Remember we stay in the gray.
0: But they're actually from the Middle East. Really? It, and that's where they originated from. Now it says the Scottish people did, however, develop their own style of bagpipes and bagpipe playing. They just weren't the first.
1: Like to actually maybe use a bag itself or something like that—the air that's in a bag through the pipes. No, I, okay. I, don't know. I was gonna. <laughs> well,
0: I just wanted to chat your butt about it a little bit, yeah. especially being from the <laughs> well, middle. Well, it East.
1: did. I'm trying to. I'm sitting here going, well, I, I've never heard that. I've heard like other places had uh, instruments that were similar. But I hadn't heard that about the Middle East. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, if anybody doesn't know, I've, I've I picked them up and tried to learn them for my wedding to play. You did. you did well, though. Well, I played a I played a Journey song with the house band at the the party. It was okay. It was fun. It was something that you know. Now I know how to play them. I just haven't. It's hard to practice. Where do you yeah. Where do you practice that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, now I have a house, but there, you're not coming to my place to play. I was going to say, I'm going to practice here. My you know, kids taking a nap and blare <laughs> the bagpipes. Yeah, wake it, wake them up. So, uh, but yeah, that was a
0: definitely be pissed about that. That was a
1: fun fact. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and have to research that now. But we're leaving on our uh, our African adventure. Yes, and uh, for those of you that listen to the show, we've we've. We've talked quite a bit about it over over the. It is the end of July, and here it is. Our trip has arrived. Our Koro, our guide, who originally emailed us, uh, to, really was just informing Trey that he was what? It, what were you, Royal, Nigerian royalty? A Nigerian that, right?
0: prince in my in my family. That's so, right. Yeah.
1: And so you're due some money, and you think that he's just kind of waiting until we get there.
0: Maybe it maybe it's a lot less of a hassle just to give it to me there. I think so. What and like then I have to briefcase? bring it back? You know.
1: Yeah, he he doesn't want to he do not want to ship it. He wants you to be responsible at M- that point. Make
0: sure it doesn't get lost yeah. in, in the mail. Yeah, that Makes doesn't.
1: Sense. It won't be shady at all if it's cash in a briefcase. <laughs> uh, and, and as long as you have, we have our uh, our, our trip money that he uh, made us promise to have. Right. Uh, Ten thousand dollars. So we'll see what happens with that, and uh, but we're meeting up with him, and he emailed us some final instructions, very very specific instructions on on where to go and who to meet and uh, what uh, plane to get on and and which parachute person again. That all makes that. me
0: nervous. Who's packing those parachutes? I don't know.
1: I don't know, but I, I can't. There's no reason to not trust Acoro uh, and Chiambi. That's true. And they're meeting us. they they're, they're going to meet us. Um, we're going to spend a little time in Nigeria, and then we're going to head down to the Congo. Right? That was our meeting point for Chiambi right? And uh, Koro, and, and and by the you know, I, I I don't want to jinx it, but by the looks of it, uh, our African, the word has gotten out because our listens over there are skyrocketing. Yeah, we got Ghana, we have um, Zambia, zombie Zambia.
0: Is that how you pronounce? It? Is that the land of the zombies? <laughs> yes, Trey, it's got to be right. Yeah,
1: and then, I mean we can we can practice our. Uh, or zombie survival that we. Yes, talked about? Yeah. that makes sense. Uh, you're looking at uh, what are the other? Yeah, there's so many. Mauritania, I believe, is is a okay. A- has yeah. South Africa's gotten in there. Kenya,
0: I've summered there before.
1: T- <laughs> Tunisia, Senegal, all of these have uh, have tuned into the podcast. Wow, and uh, and of course Nigeria has just skipped, spiked. So Koro so coro the word. coro in Giambi. G- G- Am I saying Giambi like that old catcher or the first Giambu? baseman?
0: Jason yeah. Giambi? Jason Giambi. He's in Africa now. Why don't you be him? He's like, hey. He's an ambassador. Oh,
1: oh that Giambi. No, this is uh, spelled C-H, so Chiambi. Chiambi. And uh, so we're meeting in the Congo, and, and I, I started thinking about... Yeah, so I was looking up stuff to do in, in, in the Congo because I wondered about our outfits and I think we, I think we're okay. I think so. Uh, from what we got and, uh, our, bright our, and colorful and, and, but it also blends in at the same time. It's kind of like we're, we're there, but we're not, but you know, it's not total camo, but it's, it's close. You'll yep. see, we're going to, don't worry everybody. You'll see some pictures. Uh, hopefully they have good internet service there <laughs> in the, <laughs> in the Congo so we can post. Uh, we want to do plenty of, plenty of social media while we're there. in the right. Congo. And what else are we going to do at night? Except they are saying there are some night walks available that they will take us Ooh, on. Ooh, that sounds fun. Which, I don't know how I feel about that. I started thinking, I was like, immediately, I was like, no, no.
0: Uh, we would die. You and me, die. Easy. We've got to take advantage of the full experience.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I okay. I started thinking maybe that was the case. And then they said, like, okay, you know, you can see the palm civets. And I don't know what that is. A palm civet? So, a palm... <laughs> Palm civet. Is that like a tree? No, it's an animal.
0: And a galago. A galago. Or a galago. Galago. It sounds like a video galago. An Italian, what is that?
1: No, these
0: are, that, oh, that's these, are little, these
1: are little primate mammal things. And, and I looked these up and I was like, and I'm looking at them right now, and they have the biggest eyes I've ever seen. Oh, yeah? And it's because they're, of course, nocturnal. Oh, that's why they're okay. available on these walks. All the other animals are sleeping soundly. And so these two mainly, and then they talk about fireflies. Well, you know, we can see that here, Fireflies, right? right? Just because they're they're uh, they're called flickering giant fireflies. And I'm sure they're giant fireflies. Yeah. I mean, how big? I I don't know. What I is, couldn't tell. what does that consider giant? That's what I'm saying. I couldn't see on the picture. It looked like normal fireflies. It's like six foot three, two hundred eighty <laughs> pounds. Walks out, Uh-oh. he's glowing. He's got like a light bulb. On. What's
0: up, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, But so we might do some night walks. But uh, when we're not on the night walks, we are going to look for some uh, social media interaction with the uh, Wi-Fi service out there. Sounds like we're going to do some night runs, (laughs) especially if these little things are coming at me. They're they're they look kind of cute and tiny, but if this if these eyes at night started running straight at me, I'm getting the fuck out. Starts growling at you, yeah. And so I started looking at the Congo, and it turns out, Trey, I feel like such an idiot.
0: For, all the time, or just right just, now?
1: Just well, most. I mean, mainly right now. I'm thinking. Okay. Of. Uh, I, can, I mean, we can talk about other times too if you want. But right now, let's talk about this time. Did you know that I was calling it? I believe I was calling it the Democratic Republic of Congo. Okay. Are they? Actually I don't know if I said that. Or no, that doesn't make sense. No, never mind. Cut that out. <laughs> and I don't know if if I feel like I was calling the I'm calling it correctly. The Democratic Republic of China, maybe. Which I think is the correct terminology for it. I don't... The bottom line is that that Okoro made sure that I knew that I had made a mistake and that it's just the Democratic Republic of Congo. It's not... No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just the Republic of Congo. Gotcha. No democratic... They're not very democratic about anything. And it's also known as Congo Brazzaville. Okay. Yeah. Just need to know these things before we go over there. And it is a, a huge rainforest... No shit. Yeah. Right. Like I felt like an idiot. I I thought, all right. Well, here we are. You know, getting ready for the desert. Sand castles a few trees and shit. And then just the Nile. But apparently, I don't think the Nile goes through this area.
0: Well, that's some bullshit. I know.
1: We need to. Well, we'll ask. I'll, I'll ask Akora where how we can get there because right. we need at least a day. I to a, lay out on the Nile.
0: Got a special swimsuit for that. Yeah. And everything.
1: Well, apparently, this rainforest also has some rivers that go through it. Okay. Okay. I'm so cool we can lay down the banks. Yeah. Again, I'm sure the, that. Yeah, the animals may be a little bit nicer in the rainforest. That makes sense. It's covered up, a lot cooler, maybe. I had no idea that, that they call this uh, the the uh, Congo Basin rainforest. They call it green lungs, and and I had no idea. So this is historic shit that we're going to see. Well, absolutely, I, and we'll have no problem breathing. Right. I have no As idea. We run away! <laughs> really? We yeah. won't run out. Of Watch us all, all of a sudden, well, I've been running for thirty-seven minutes, and I'm not even. Winded. I'm not tired. Yeah, everything's good. I, I don't. I, I had no idea. So I feel, and I'm excited because now all of a sudden they're saying in these forests there are gorillas. Of course, great. Look forward to meeting some gorillas. Forest elephants. And I said, what are forest elephants yeah. versus like regular elephants? Are they better at climbing trees and stuff? Yeah, or what is that? I don't know. Do elephants, can these elephants climb the trees? Shit, are, I hope Are not. they the little bitty tiny ones that they are like dog-sized dog elephants? That makes sense. That makes more sense. Right? Me. Yeah. I think maybe that's them. Yeah. We can still ride them though. I think that'd be pretty fun. That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I need to look and see what a forest elephant is. Um, But did you know there are buffalo in the rainforest? Really? Yeah. Actual buffalo. Okay. And hippos, of course. Those hippos, those cute little friendly right. hippos that are everywhere. Roll around with you and stuff. And a, an extremely rare bongo antelope. A bongo antelope. So they're very I musical?
0: Know. Do I, they I guess, play I the know. bongo? I
1: don't know what the name bongo out. is. And so, uh, and 100 other mammal species are in the rainforest. Holy of the shit, Congo. that sounds pretty busy. And uh, including a bunch of birds. There's an African gray parrot, which I thought applied to us. African Be- gray parrot. Stay
0: in the gray. I thought that might apply. I'll have to bring a shirt for that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, throw yeah, toss him a t-shirt. And then you've got a great blue turaco.
0: I think I had one of those
1: in <laughs> in Cancun one time. <laughs> a drink. Is it yeah. a cocktail? And uh, I'm looking at them now and they they've got these big black mohawks. Sweet. And then the rest of them are like really pretty blue. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see these guys. That these sounds turacos. And then um, you've got the giant kingfisher. Which is another bird, and he—he's weird looking. He's a little tiny guy, and he's got—he's got spikes on his do But his beak looks like he could do some damage. Yeah, like he's a little bitty. If he didn't have that beak, he'd be the cutest bird ever. And now he looks like the most dangerous. Yeah,
0: stay bird. Stay away ever. from him.
1: And it looks like the uh, the garfish. Oh shit! You know how it's a fish, but then it's just got the beak. Yeah. Well, this kind of looks like that. Oh no, shit! If he crashed into you, his beak would go through your nose. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah. So let's just. You know what? I'm good without these guys. No. Let's avoid the kingfishers. <laughs> and then there is a very rare uh, picothardus. Picothardus. you know I, what that is? I, I've read about those. Yeah. Another bird. So, uh, and they're pretty cool looking. They're kind of weird. Uh, just something you don't see a lot of. So. Land on your shoulder, take a picture yeah, with. I imagine they'll, do, they'll take some selfies with this. And the last thing that Okoro actually mentioned here for the Congo is that they, they have... Uh, small villages throughout that welcome, Ooh. they welcome tourists. Interesting. They they want tourists to have authentic experiences okay. in those villages. That's cool. Yeah, right? I thought if anybody's going to do that, it's us. And Absolutely. And I think he mentioned like, hey, they, if anybody would be invited, it'd be us. They're really excited about right. it. And so uh, they said that they would make us authentic Congoan, uh, or Conguin I, I don't know no how to way. say it, uh, cuisine.
0: Interesting. So Just we may not buffalo have. There, we're going to have like wings yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Or, no. <laughs> what if we got there is a spread of wings? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah here, buffalo wings. Uh,
0: the spicy ones are over there. There's the some alligator barbecue. nuggets. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? What is it going to be? Some tiger fries. I don't know. Because guess what? We're not going to
1: get burger. We're not going to get oh, pizza. No Panda Express. I don't think Panda Express is over there. Uh, so. We're going to have to just basically trust these locals and see what they give us. So
0: do we find out what we're eating first, or do we eat it and then find out later? I don't know. I don't know if there's a preset menu or if they— I mean, which, which route would you rather go? Would you rather go ahead and eat it before you know <laughs> what it know. is? I don't know. I don't know. Because I think I would rather eat it— Don't you think? —before I know what it is, because I probably won't eat it if I know what it is. Well, I definitely won't eat it if I
1: know what it is, and that's the problem. So I think maybe you're right. I think we need to, to go ahead and do that. It is, it is going to be an adventure, to say the least. So Yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're I gonna, can't wait to see the pictures. We're going to head out. It's only, only supposed to take two and a half days travel to get to our final destination. Two and a half. We have like four, uh, four flights, and then we get on two buses. <laughs> two buses. I, th- I think we get on a, a riverboat. Oh, a riverboat. So boat. maybe that's, maybe when he said river, maybe we do hit down the Nile on that. I wonder if we'll see any anacondas or anything. Is that, yeah. Is that the wrong thing? Well, I think country? there's like an anaconda petting zoo off to the side of the Nile <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> that, I, that I heard. About.
1: Zoo. I'm not sure. Uh I don't know how, how, oh how my I don't know how much business it's received recently. They he
0: mentioned they were uh, having some financial <laughs> can woes. You, can you imagine going down something like that and you see this poor guy hanging from a tree?
1: Help! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just keep going, guys. Yeah, that's that was it. the that's the anaconda petting zoo over there. Yeah, we'll just keep going.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're good. So uh, yeah, in, in about two and a half days we'll, we should be there. And, and like
0: I said, I'm assuming some of these villages have great Wi-Fi, and we'll we'll update. We'll update I, you guys. I do remember a little side story. We were in Belize and we were doing one of these little river uh, tours, and they did. Well, actually, it was a waterfall tour. Anyway, so we're going down the river. We happen to look up. We see a little crocodile head pop up out oh. of the river. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, a crocodile. Cool. I swear to God, we got about another twenty feet down, and there's a, a a swing that you can swing out over the water. And the guy's like, "Hey, do you guys want to swing?" <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, no. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Did not we not just only no, but uh, pass a crocodile? No, hell no.
1: Yeah. Did you see? You're like pointing back. Hey, did you? you don't see remember this, that shit? Uh, that yeah. So that, anyway, yeah. That was that's pretty funny. I didn't know you. Were, I didn't know you saw. I uh, went to Belize. Yeah, Belize. Cool. So that was a fun trip. All right. Well, I can't wait to update you guys and and some pictures and I. I I think if there are two guys that are uh, the least qualified to go on this trip, it's us. It's got to be us. But we are going to uh, <laughs> fight through, right?
0: should be interesting.
1: But I do think we have probably a couple of the best guides that are available.
0: God, I hope so.
1: <laughs> I think I could hear coral laughing as he typed, we'll see you in a couple of days. All right. We'll see. Now, you know, I, 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 ha- I know here at Stay in the Gray, we have an, a really, really solid ability to transition from... Uh, one topic to another and have them have absolutely no nothing that connects the two. <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk about That's our specialty. Yeah, just if someone's still listening, going, all right, well, this is good. I, this is kind of funny. I would listen to this. And then all of a sudden we're going to take you somewhere that just, it's not funny. It has nothing to do with this. It's an actual um, intense kind of story. But uh, Trey and I were talking about this before the show and it's just like, it, it, I debated bringing it up because we've talked about this topic quite a bit, and I don't want to like overdo it. And I really would like to have somebody that that can that's experienced it to come on and share it with us. Unfortunately, you know, uh, uh, I don't know anybody yet, and I'm hoping to hopefully meet somebody that will. And and it's it's more talk about transgender um, situations and. I don't know how popular the story was, Trey, but it, it in North Carolina, there is a young young woman, and I'll I'll say kid because she was you know 15 when when she kind of started thinking differently, and um, her name is Prisha Mosley, so P R I S H A Prisha. Prisha. Mosley. and and she was 15 when she kind of started going. I don't feel. You know, I'm I've got anxiety. I'm stressed. I'm not stressed, but I just I don't feel good. If this ever, and something feels off. If something's off, and and she knew she had mental struggles. And instead of, you know, maybe getting um, help, she kind of latched onto this idea that if she was actually a boy that that it would solve all these things she thought maybe it was you know women problems or uh, maybe she's in the wrong body maybe she's in the wrong body but but more more so just like i don't like being a girl because I'm feeling so bad. I've got pain in my shoulders all the time. I've got oh, okay. this, you know, maybe here. I think she said she was having menstrual stuff at 15 when she, wow, you know, probably a little younger than that when she went through puberty and, you know, all these things about being a girl yeah. were making her physically uncomfortable. <laughs> Interesting. That's so she thought. So she wanted to be a boy and then she kind of latched onto that idea and she said, all right, well, maybe, you know, I want to do this. And so when she was 17... She talked to a couple of doctors, and and these weren't psychologists or psychiatrists. They were medical doctors, just doctors. Right. And they had, you know, little, one of them was, I think, a dermatologist, actually, a skin doctor. And one of them was uh, uh, just a a regular, (laughs) regular, uh, a what? A foot doctor. (laughs) A foot doctor. Was that a podiatrist? Yeah, podiatrist. Yeah, what should be some like ridiculous. So she went uh, to a dentist and a podiatrist to see what's going on. But one of them was, I guess, just a GP, a general doctor. And and they told her that they felt that sh- she was right in thinking they wanted to support her in her in transitioning her at 17. Wow. So technically, she's not 18.
0: And I'm sorry, did you already say what state this was this in? This was in North Carolina. Okay. Is that a
1: very progressive state? I, you know, I thought there was... Pl- I thought it was mostly a non non honestly. I thought it was mostly a, a non progressive. If that's what you call it, more of a conservative state. That's gotcha. what I thought. It usually goes red, which is the right. But again, it's you know I think every state's got pockets here and there and cities and, and, it, and there's a little bit of everything, and a little bit of everywhere. Gotcha. <laughs> that's the way I like to look at it. And so they told her, they told her that if she had uh, got on hormone therapy and had testosterone jabs, if you will. That she would grow a penis.
0: This is a medical doctor. Yeah,
1: grow a penis, which wow. which is the, the one the the wording that the this this woman now is, who is twenty five by
0: the way now, and uh, so so let me back up. So go ahead. I, I've been to many medical doctors to see how I can get a bigger penis, but they're telling this woman <laughs> that they just take these hormones and she can actually she can grow, grow a penis. Grow a penis. Maybe if you took this the same bullshit. hormones,
1: you would grow more. Interesting. Yeah, so maybe it's you wouldn't you wouldn't need to grow new, and you Have would just. I this article. Yeah, check it out. Well, we'll 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 ask these doctors. I'm gonna we'll hit out to they North Carolina, yeah. Uh, okay, sorry, but so uh, get this. So a year later, as soon as she turned 18, they uh, she claims, and again, I, I'm gonna try and stay. You know, like we always try and do, in and. Try and see both sides. And is this, is there any reason for this, this woman to lie? And is she whatever? But she's claiming that these same doctor convinced her to get a double mastectomy. And this is at 18, you said? She was 18, so she could
0: do it herself, that part of it. So she started feeling this way in 15. She started transitioning she started at 17. Tra- transitioning with uh, therapy, hormone therapy, gotcha. testosterone okay. jobs,
1: uh and those. And then types 18. Cross sex hormones, it says. And then the, and, and double breast removal after a, cons- a brief consultation saying it only
0: lasted minutes. See, and I can't, being a parent to a child like this, going through this, you you want to be supportive, but I'm kind of curious, uh, you know, what? were the parents just leaving it strictly into the medical doctor's hands and just saying, you know what, we've got to trust in them and if this is going to help our daughter out, then, you know, so be it, Let's let's help our daughter. Did they just kind of back off? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm glad you jumped to it because that was one of the first things I thought was, what the
1: fuck are the parents? Right. What are they doing? Uh, Second opinion, anything. Second opinion. And that's what was so disturbing about this is is that uh, Prisha was claiming that these consultations were, I mean, the first one she said after about, 80 total minutes, which isn't short, but it's definitely not that much time spent with the patient to decide that you should alter your entire life with hormone therapy and and testosterone uh, treatments. And like they said, cross sex hormones and, and all these things. And they, it's basically like they took her on and said, this is what you need to do. And without taking any time, she she said the double mastectomy was just minutes. She, She went in and they talked for five to ten minutes or something very, very short. Wow. And they said, yeah, we need to go ahead and do this, and this will be great, and this will be this will speed the process, this will solidify it, this will take away your breasts, and therefore, you know, whatever.
0: Does it say what year this was in? This was right about
1: 2015, 2006? I believe. When all was, this started? It was when the hormone therapy started when she was 17. Gotcha, and, okay. And 2016 was the double mastectomy. So it wasn't that long ago. Though. No, it wasn't that long, and she's kind of grown. And so now it says that, you know, these treatments, and I wonder why it took you know 7 years or whatever to kind of for the story to come out and I don't know if she was trying to if she's just trying to reverse it all and it's it's not happening and so now she's but but it says that it left her uh, irreversible scars
0: yeah i can imagine
1: um uh, and then some of course uh, mental like a or or more not scars but like a deep voice uh, body and facial hair and then more pain in her neck and shoulders a damaged vagina and then, uh, th- of course, she will not be able to breastfeed and may be now infertile.
0: So did she finally maybe go to a therapist? And maybe that's why it's taken so long to come to realization this wasn't the right... Uh, that could have been. I, I, think, of- I think that, you know, that may be it. I mean, it says, she, you know,
1: her quotes are, you know, they lied by omission. They didn't do this. And they didn't give her critical information. And, and she feels that all she needed was therapy. Now she's saying that.
0: Just at 17,
1: to to from 15 to 17 she wasn't getting that and she thought she, she didn't know that's what she needed. Right. Now she's growing up and living this way and, and realizing that, okay, I, I am a, I'm a girl. Like she's saying, okay, I don't, I don't feel like that anymore. Right. So, you know, fast forward beyond this story, Trey. that's what we've been trying to say is that when you're that young and 15 to 17, isn't that young. I mean, when we were getting fired up, it was about you know 13 year olds right. or even 11 and nine and these crazy stories. 15 to 17 and this girl only needed therapy and she's turning around going obviously my whole
0: life is, is jacked and, and and I don't want to be a boy does she have any animosity towards her parents for not stepping in and being a little bit more white let's let's think about this
1: I'm with you about the parent thing I, I don't know where, where they were in all this if they if they were so concerned that they just kind of took these doctors I mean a lot of people do they take doctor's advice and that's it that's finite and i like to i like to have doctors i can trust because i'm not a doctor i don't know all these things and when you have medical issues or you have any kind of medical scares or you have something you want to be able to confide in, and be comforted by the knowledge and experience of a good doctor and nowadays
0: it's just like what the hell What's when I, and i'm not putting any blame on the parents but cuz i can i can't even imagine trying to figure out what uh, a good course of action for your child is going to be especially when it gets to this something this drastic you know so it's like you want your child to feel better mentally but you know i can't even imagine sitting there going yeah let's do this because i'm assuming they had to get the parents consent at that age well, at eight
1: if they in fact did it at 18 and my under my understanding was they it said a year later so i'm assuming that was 18 but i mean the hormone they don't need her yeah the hormone all, therapy, that, all sure. that stuff that i think would be easier for parents to say okay go ahead because let's try it's try it. hormone therapy versus these big time operations yeah and and I think that the mastectomy, the double mastectomy, I I again I couldn't find it, but I think it was she was eighteen, so she could have gone in there. But still, where are the parents? Like like still, especially while there's a year of this kind of hormone therapy going on. Like, are they not um, wondering how it's going? Yeah. <laughs> are they just kind of like, well, good luck, and we'll be in the other room? It's just it's crazy to me, and and again. I say again, I say it all the time, but again, we've talked about it. It's something that you, somebody can't possibly know 100%, uh, at least until maybe they're a little older. I, I mean, maybe maybe it is 25. Maybe that's the magic age where you're around 25. Isn't that the age where, you know, I mean, ours still haven't yet, but the brains are supposed to have fully
0: <laughs> developed by 25? I thought There's that's an, what I it was. a female uh, develops a lot quicker than a male, no? But I thought it was still... It's in the mid twenties or something really? like
1: that, where it was finally, finally, fully developed. Like it, 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 it you know, you, things are growing, everything's growing, and everything's uh, developing till twenty. That's what I heard, and maybe I'll need to look that
0: up. Honestly, I would say anything before eighteen, I would have questioned as far as do you really need all this. But once she turns eighteen, yeah, I mean. That responsibility kind of goes on her at that well, point.
1: Well, it though. does. But at the same time, what I'm saying, and, I, and I'm I'm going to take the opposite approach, is legally we have it set up that, yes, at 18 they can make these types of decisions on their own. Right. But I'm talking from a mental standpoint and a, how fragile an 18-year-old, uh, how, how, how fragile they can be mentally. It, and obviously, I mean, look, she started doing all this. She got, she, she got her boobs chopped off or... Because doctors told her to, and now she's claiming that she never really wanted that. And it's just kind of like they're fragile.
0: Well, let's go at a different angle because I know you brought this story up for a reason. What um, didn't you say she's suing? She is. She's trying to get
1: sue and, and get some financial She has a, um, and, uh, <laughs> don't worry, I won't read it all, Trey. It's a, um, I think it's a 53 page complaint that she has sent in. And she's looking for um, some some financial um, you know what's the whats she's looking for some sort of a, a payoff I'm saying the wrong word but you know what I'm saying right she's looking to some save. kind of compensation compensation
0: that's the word thank yeah. you I do have the masters in writing but uh, Trey sometimes saves me <laughs> because I you know when you look at that piece of it because I can understand making decisions based on your mental state thinking that it'll help you and and then come to find out it doesn't but can you really go back and sue a doctor for at the age of 18? Cause I, you know, anything before 18, okay, I get it. You know, you're, you're a minor and who's at fault. Is it the parent? Is it the doctors? But at this point you're 18 years old, you had to have signed some kind of consent saying, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do this based on a doctor's recommendation. Can you right. go back and sue for something like that? Well, that's, I mean, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm seeing here that by the
1: way, there was, um, There were some objections from her parents initially Okay. said that she had other problems and needed treatment. I'm assuming that they meant therapy, but they were sidelined from those medical decisions um, for whatever reason by the doctors. And I guess that what that means is they finally caved is Mm. my, is my thought. But what they're saying, what, what I guess what she's saying is that she's suing because she feels that the, the speed and hastiness that the doctors took, is, was a way for them to make money. I mean, they're, they're basically like, no, let's do this. And, and it's a lot of money. I mean, these these things aren't, this isn't cheap. This is something where the doctors are definitely going
0: to benefit financially, I think. Well, I get it, but it's not like... So that's they, what she's going for. It's, it's not like she goes in and talks to him. And while she's talking to him, they put her under anesthesia, or what is it called? Anesthesia. And she didn't know what the hell's going on. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it was quick, but... She had to make that decision to say yes or no, right, at the age of eighteen. And regardless yeah, if we feel it's you know, young you're or not, right. I mean, right. that's, that's considered an adult at that point,
1: no? No, you're right. I mean, legally, you know, you're right. Legally, she she might
0: not. I mean, that that may be where she's shit out of luck. I mean, it's a it's a shitty situation, yeah. by all means. And and again, you want to you want to think the doctor has your best you know your best interest at hand, but I mean.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I just think what she's saying is that if they can somehow prove that there was some sort of gain and that there was not the legitimate process maybe to go to get started on these types of things, because what she's claiming is that the the speed of these consultations and how short of time they actually spent with her before doing these types of things is not the right procedure, is not the right process. So, she- And they're trying
0: to get them that they're, they're trying to say that the doctors did this Wrong, regardless of what she signed. So there, uh, is it more of, are they saying it's more of a money grab type deal or more of an agenda that they had to say? A little bit of both. Okay.
1: That's what she's claiming, is that it's a money grab and it was to, to enhance their reputation that in, in that in that, for that industry. And, and, oh, okay. Uh, with that demographic. With demogra- you know, maybe they want to be known as this. I mean, it could be a number of reasons, but the bottom line is that they took advantage. Her point is they took advantage of a young girl and apparently some freaking... Uh, parents that just didn't they just I don't know I, I want to know more about the parents that was one of your first
0: well and, reactions I, you know I can't even imagine having to make a decision for your child especially these days when these kids are so I mean you know how you were at 15 or 16 your your parents didn't know shit you you know that's how you were you knew everything at that age and your parents didn't know anything. So you have to wonder if, if somebody's going through this kind of mental anguish and they think, okay, this is what's going to fix it. Mom and dad, I don't give a shit what you say. I need you to do this for me. You know, at what point, you know, the, do they say, okay, yes, let's let's, let's get you fixed. Let's, let's do what we need to do. And I guess the hormone therapy, like you said, is, it, is that drastic? I don't know. But when she's eighteen, like she didn't, she didn't have a double mastectomy at fifteen, you know. Then we'd like, okay, what the fuck? Where are the parents at on that? You know, she's an adult at eighteen. You know, no matter how hasty it is, at that point she had to sign something. No, no. I again, I
1: agree on them from a legal standpoint. I, I that's fine, and she may be shit out of luck because of that. But at the same time, my my problem is that at eighteen, she just. He, <laughs> do you remember what we were like at eighteen? I mean, I don't.
0: know. My Come parents on.
1: didn't know that they weren't it right. I knew everything. I know, 18. but that's that's the point is I don't think that I don't think this is the same situation. I don't think she wanted to make decisions. I, from what it sounds like it, it was like she wanted help. She just wanted help. And that the help that she's claiming she got were two doctors that forced her into this. And it says that she's joins a growing list of young people who undergo irreversible transmedical procedures but who regret them and sue the doctors and therapists who say they fast track them onto Mm -hmm. drugs and surgery. And so, yes, you're right. If they sign something in it, whatever, but if you're getting fast tracked in the, the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Malpractice. I mean, if they're viewing it as malpractice, I get what you're saying, but there's just probably so many more details that we don't know exactly what was signed and things like that. I just, I brought it up tonight because I'm just, I'm tired of saying this and saying it over and over and over and people going, you, you know, come on, what's the big deal? You know, if that's how they feel and that makes them happy, they don't know shit when they're young, when they're kids. You just don't. And it's a, 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 a growing list of young people is what this and I, and I and that's what I've been saying is that it's more than you think. And people are out there making these these just rash decisions. And then they're going, "Uh oh,
0: <laughs> my penis is gone. Well, and I, maybe maybe this is a little uh, far fetched to say something like this, but I guess at one point do you just have to live with the decision you made. I mean, it's just like I went and got a tattoo. Now I changed my mind. Do I go through the tattoo artist for not talking me out of it? You know, that's true. Um, that's why they have the same age, eighteen. You can't go without. You know, so yeah, I mean, there's there's different stuff that I get it. You know, and why I wasn't a therapist. You know, why wouldn't she push to to therapy before it was to these medical doctors? I guess would would have been my only question um, with the parents, as far as that's concerned. But well, that, at I some mean, point, you got You got to be responsible for the decision you make. at some point. You know, you can't. At some point, but what point is that? Everybody's a little bit different. I think that's
1: that's where I'm kind of going. I just hate to I hate to put this on her. 18, yeah. I... If these doctors spent more time with her, if she
0: maybe had a year or two of actual just therapy and they come to that decision together. Well, and we don't know what kind of demeanor she had. I mean, does the doctor sit there and say, "Okay, I know you're 18, but you seem a little bit more fragile as an 18 year old. So we're going to we're going to back off of this. You know, they they don't know how, you know, what kind of mental state they she's in. I mean, she, did she come in frail, not knowing what the hell's going on? And then doctor's like, yep, let's do this. Or did, was she very adamant about, you know what, I feel like I need to make this change. Okay, well, let's let's go ahead and get you prepped and get you taken care of. Sign this paperwork, you know, take her into the next room, you know, five minutes later.
1: But that's, so. that's the point, is that as a doctor, as a medical professional, as somebody who's taking this young child into adulthood... Maybe you shouldn't be quite as oh, okay, whatever. She seems okay. Let's do it. I mean, that's again, I'm just playing this side of it and you're playing that side, but I'm just I just feel like it's not as quick of a eighty minute conversation and then and then all right, let's go
0: take your shirt off. Well, let's play devil's advocate a little bit too. We don't we weren't in the room. How adamant was she when she was in there?
1: Well, that's true. Uh I mean that would be the only that would be the only way I would say it was justified on the doctor's end is if she's full of shit in what she's saying. Yeah. And and in in fact, she was in there at 18 going, do this right now. I'll sign it. I'll sign whatever you want. I know for 100% fact, this is what I want. Maybe she lied. Maybe she told him she had been talking to the therapist, or maybe she had, you know, the the hormone therapy
0: was probably working to a point. She was probably growing some facial hair, some body hair. Because I'm hoping, because think about it on this side. She still never grew that penis. So neither am I. Um, (laughs) But I'm hoping she understands what she's doing. Because if this is legit, she, you know, she was um, railroaded into doing something that maybe she wasn't fully yeah. on board with. And now she's wanting some type of compensation for all the damage that's been done to her body. I get that. But if this is a money grab for her. Think, oh, oh, you mean money grab on her end? Think about yeah. it. If this is a money grab on sure, her side. Sure, sure. I thought you meant the, uh, the doctors before. How much damage could that do to people that are ready to make that decision? And doctors are like... Mm, let's wait another year. Let's well. Let's wait another year. Well, and the next thing you know, they're not able to get the surgeries that they're ready for because these doctors just got sued and and for doing something that they thought was something that this girl really did want. So right. So I'd be curious to see how this all plays out. But yeah, I mean. You know the money grab
1: thing was kind of the last part of what I was going to say. I mean, the the bottom line is we're taking we're we're reading this and or I'm you know we're going over this and we're taking this girl or this woman's uh, word for it. Right. She's telling us this is what happened. This is what happened, and we're going oh and I'm and I'm sitting here and I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm like oh how, that's bullshit. It's She's terrible. so young, yeah. and it, it very well could be. Two innocent doctors that just kind of did what they thought they should do. We we're going to be open and we're going to respect people that want to make this decision. And this girl is now a woman at eighteen, like you said.
0: Did, so, it? Did was there any comments by the doctor in this article or? or no, they they strictly they, they refused to
1: uh, talk to this publication. So oh, gotcha. Again, it might it might be one of those things. It says, uh, you know, there's a survey which is always interesting, and they were they tried to do it across. A, a combination of what they say, you know, red and blue states, if, if you will. And they found that most were lar- Most Americans are largely against gender-affirming procedures for children. Well, good. 61% rejected giving puberty blockers to 12-year-olds. That seems low. 61%, that's it? 12-year-olds. Well, 21% said it was acceptable. To 12-year-olds? The 12-year-olds. Puberty blockers, huh. which I guess is, is self-explanatory. And to where it makes maybe makes it easier to transition if you don't Down the road. go through that process as a as one or the other. They also deemed cross-sex hormones and breast surgeries unacceptable by similar margins. So it is still surprising. 21%. That seems like a lot of people are like, yeah, well, kids, whatever.
0: So I guess my last question here too is yeah. her her main complaint is the hastiness that these decisions were made. Not so much as they didn't butcher her body like the surgeries i'm assuming were well done even though maybe she wished she hadn't have done it but did they at least i mean do the surgeries to where they were nice neat and well i mean she's claim i mean she, i don't think it matters i mean i think she's claim she's just claiming flat out
1: that they uh you know you i read it you know uh her vagina is all messed up her uh she has no more breasts she has i mean she's viewing these as uh, uh irreversible scars,
0: well yeah, I mean which well, they are yeah, technically that's...
1: and and so I she's guess... having a hard time and I don't mean to chuckle, but she's having a really hard time getting rid of your body hair <laughs> she is, is what she said
0: so I guess hastiness the decisions are made so is there a timetable then because i've I've never heard of a timetable on to make these decisions in so that's a good point i I think there should be
1: well, how do you decide how long is a good amount of yeah. time where's so... the line I mean i I'm sitting here in my head, and when you were talking earlier about that and 17, being 18 and signing it, I'm sitting here going, hmm, I think that, you know, hormone therapy, okay, that's one thing, and it's, it's a little different than having these actual procedures. Right. So start there, see how you feel, and maybe, uh, you know, maybe somebody will go, okay, woo, you know, Mom, this isn't, no, no. May, or maybe the other way, which is, okay, great, this is exactly what I
0: wanted. And then while like you're on this hormone therapy, here's not, a therapist. Here's you a talk therapist to. to
1: talk to while you're going through it. Because yeah. it isn't it isn't something that's simple. Right. It's not. It's not normal either. No matter what, people don't like to say it's, you know, what's normal and not. But it isn't normal. It's it's very, very, very low percentage. Very low percentage. And so um, have a therapist. Be willing to say, All right, well, I'm I'm about to make huge decision. So, you know, three years. Or five years, or something like that. I don't know. And again, people then go, "Who are you to make that call?" Right, and, right. And who is the government to make that call? So it's a very, very tough spot. And I think that's why they said, "All right, you're 18. You can do whatever you want." Right. Same with tattoos. Same with buying. Uh, 18 is what cigarettes. 21s alcohol. I and mean, they have these these laws that uh, basically, when you're of age, these these places are let off the hook. And so anyway. I'm, I'm curious how this ends up. Uh, I, I wonder if she's going to, yeah, who's going to win this thing. And so I'm going to, I'm going to try and keep an eye on it. And I know we say all the time, we'll do some follow up, but God, you know, so many stories go on here and then you look and there's nothing. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's like, they tell you
0: to keep reading and then there's nothing. But uh, cause my, my ex-wife was very much about, uh, let's hold off on the medications and let's not medicate ourselves and this kind of stuff like that. Because I I went and saw it. That's no fun. Well, and I, I went and saw a therapist before we got a divorce, and you know I was kind of telling him based on was that for the first time, the second time? No, um, no, no. I mean the the first time you saw a therapist was at this point. No, actually, I'd seen a therapist before. I okay. we did my first marriage. We went to couples counseling, but I felt like I was getting. I meant for you, you personally, just by yourself this would have been second or third Okay. Yeah. So went, went saw a therapist and literally within, I would say about 20 minutes of me talking to this man for the first time, Mm. I've got a medication for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, wait a minute. We just, we just started talking. You don't know me. Yeah. I had the same, but yes. But based on what you're telling me, I've got this medication that will fix that. So yeah. it's like when you know why is medication automatically the the be all end all fix yeah. you know? Well, it's easy for you know I went to a psychiatrist,
1: which are you know these therapists that that can prescribe, and the difference there, and I, I found it later, is that the therapists and psychologists are are the ones who spend more time with you and really really kind of talk and you know do that whole thing and. And the psychiatrists are the ones that tend to be that more doctor. Like when you walk in there and they go, oh, and they have like a go to anti, uh, or what do you call it? Uh, uh, antidepressant and anti anxiety medication.
0: So you're saying that I went to a psychiatrist then? Because he was the one that they, yes. they would, okay. The other
1: ones cannot prescribe.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And so you go to a psychiatrist and they look and they go, all right, well, this sounds like you're depressed or it sounds like you're, you've you know, had an anxiety attack. Well, I'm going to give you anti uh, depressant. And this is the one he, you know, they, they'll, they all seem to like, you know, one or the other. And, and they're like, here, I mean, then one guy spent 15 minutes with me and he was kind of like half my, he was like half my, I think he was probably a, like a resident. He was like 24 or something, right. or whatever that age would be, but he was really young. And he kind of sat there and he's like playing with one of the, you know, little kind of uh, the thing where the pens go on your hand and it makes the shape and all that. And yeah. Just kind of playing there, sitting in his seat all awkwardly. And he's like, yeah, you need, you need this. And I'm like you're not you even looked at me and you're just going to throw this on me. Right. And of course at the time I was kind of feeling like oh man, I really just need something. So okay. But later on I was like I didn't mm, this isn't comfortable and until I really saw a therapist uh, that was focused not on prescribing me something and talking then did did I go and see somebody else and and that therapist worked with them. Right. And said this is what I think. And I think that's that's the that's the key is when you do anything hasty and obviously you have a, a situations where you need something quick. You need something, and you can't just you know fight it off for six months while you work yeah. with somebody. You need something, but but instead of just like tossing it your way, that's what you're saying, right? I mean, instead well, of.
0: On the other hand, I you know I I went to my actual primary care doctor, said, "Hey, this is what they prescribed." Yeah. She she made reference that that's actually a pretty good yeah. medication. So I did my homework there. Um, I slow, it took me a couple of weeks before I actually tried it. And I have to say it, it, actually did work out pretty well. So you're um, saying
1: you went and they said that and you didn't, you, you took your, you gave yourself your own advice and said, I'm not going to do this. I, I didn't
0: jump on it right away. Wow. That's interesting. I, I, I got the prescription, filled the prescri- prescription and then I, I took it to my doctor said, Hey, this was prescribed to me. Do you see any issues with it based on what you, she's like, no, this is actually a pretty good you know, try it out for a couple of weeks, see what you think. And the only the only bad thing about it is it made me kind of nauseous, uh, kind of going through that first couple well, weeks with it. Something new to your body. So yeah, that was that was the only thing frustrating. But I tell you what, I mean, I felt wonderful on that medication, yeah. which sucks. Unfortunately, there was other issues that came up that I wasn't a fan of. And um, like even my boss mentioned, it. said, I can see you're a lot happier, but man, you were really scatterbrained, you know, all yeah. over the place. Yeah.
1: So there's always going to be, you know, yeah. you trade this for that kind of thing yeah. and what's worth it. Yeah. And then you play kind of this game of, okay, well this does this and this is this. And you have to wait this amount of time to try the new one. And it's like it's, it's a mess. Yeah. Now there are some things that I wish I could take all the time yeah. and, 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 you have to kind of uh, restrain yourself and understand that there are better ways, and that some of it, you know, these benzodiazepines are, are so amazing, but they're so they're so bad. Uh, I don't think there any is anybody in the medical field right now that's even trying to push these anymore. I mean, really, it's that bad? The benzos, the the your your um, uh, van and your uh, uh, what's the big the main one? Xanax. This is for what now? Xanax. This is uh, your your uh, benzos the, the for
0: antidepressants?
1: Well, no. Well, no, no. This is kind of an anti-anxiety type. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, 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 not muscle, like Valium, but then it's, it's like a whole different type of val- It's Xanax and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And so doctors are shying away from oh, it now. There's been all these studies that are. It's like, oh, if you take this for a long periods of time, you know, in ten years from now, everybody's going to be, yeah, it's really bad for the brain. Really. So they're, oh, these are the benzodiazepines. Well, I'm no, taking it. No. I'm taking an anti-anxiety. Measure. That's not it. That's not it. No. Okay, so you I'm, know what no. I'm taking. Okay. I I know. Yes, I know antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications that are daily. Yes. Benzos are meant to be as needed. Okay. And what happens though is a lot of people get addicted, and it becomes a, a daily thing. It almost becomes like a like an antidepressant. I can or, understand that. And yeah. all of a sudden you're going okay, uh, and then your body gets used to it, so you pop maybe a little more. Yeah. A little more and. You know, I had a, a an amount that my doctor was like, Ryan, come on now. And and it, it it wasn't that I necessarily needed it every day. It was that because I didn't need anything, I thought that was why. Yeah. Okay, well, this is great. I'll pop it. I feel normal. Like, yep. it, it didn't make me... It wasn't like I was getting all high or messed up on, on anything. It just right. made me feel normal.
0: Yeah, I can believe that.
1: But uh, tapering off is difficult and it's a very addictive. Uh, those benzodiazepines are so addictive. And so I think that's that's where you know we kind of got off a little bit on this but but it's a good it's a good conversation because there's still people out there that are taking it just why, why the hell not kind yeah. of thing and there' are people that look for it that don't even need it they just want to take it and then they it's the equivalent of of having like a, a couple of you know three drinks or something with the added mental it's just not
0: it's not good. Well, it's frustrating because I mean, I, I have I learned I have a very addictive personality, right? And so once once you find something that takes an edge off, you know, whatever the case may be is, you know, I, I, I was to help me sleep, I would take, you know. Uh, pain and sleep aids. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't realize if you don't take it with food, it it ended up messing up my esophagus really bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I had issues with that and I which would take, gives you symptoms that whole, it makes you think you have some whole other. Right. So yeah. And you know, there was a migraine uh, medication. I don't have any issues thank goodness with migraines, but it had caffeine and it was a pain reliever. So you get that midday headache, you get the caffeine going, the headache's gone, you feel great, but again, Wasn't taking it with food. So I damaged, did a lot of damage to my esophagus at some point. So, you know, you you try to find this stuff that helps take the edge off whether it's pain, whether it's inner, you need an extra boost of energy, whatever the case may be is. And yeah, you can get addicted real quick and that's tough. So, well, a lot of, you know, a lot of people use
1: other things that aren't drugs, you know, alcohol and, yeah. and, And I won't lie to you, I mean, you have a drink at night, it helps. Yeah. If you have a little bit of anxiety, or if you, you know, if you're, and and, the, and again, the issue is for people that have addictive personalities and and are bat, really battling it at certain stages. I know uh, from personal experiences, you get ups and downs, yes, and, and big time. And so, all of a sudden, sometimes you go, "All I want, I just want to sit down and and have that drink, yeah, and and maybe watch something that I think is funny or, or entertaining, and just gets my, and all you do is crave that place, Yep. I'll, I'll be like, I just need to get to that time of day Yep. when no one's around. I mean, you know, maybe the wife goes to sleep uh, and I can, I can sit down and I can just, I can just get lost and not worry about anything. Anything. Yep. I can believe that. And that's, and, and again, it's, it makes it easier when it's just, a, 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 you know, glass of scotch or something like that, or, or a couple, as we know, I tend to do, but, <laughs> but, but you're an adult, I'm you know? an adult, you know, and, and, and again, it, it, as long as you're keeping an eye on your liver enzymes and things like that, but, but, but some of these other drugs is the same idea. Okay. I can't wait till, you know, Trey, it was like, you know, it's like every eight hours, right? You're, you can take something every eight hours right. on these types of, on the benzodiazepines, kind of like Ad, uh, Advil or something like that. You, every six to eight hours, Right. Well, you look at the time. I w- I'd start looking at the time. Yeah. I'd be going, oh, I can't. Okay, you don't want to miss time, it. Well, or, or just like, at this time, I can take this and, and I can sit down and just like get lost in it. Right. And even if it didn't really do that much, it was this peace of mind. It was just this, this idea. It's almost like, what do you call those when you, when you, you get the uh, placebo? The whole placebo effect. Right. It's it, You could have been giving me anything. You tell me it's the Xanax. And I'd be like, and you and you take a sigh, you, a yes. sigh of relief.
0: Yes. And so and I think a lot of people get into that. Sometimes I wish they would just give me a placebo and tell me, yeah, you'll feel better. Yeah, and I, wonder, I think my mindset would help me because one of the reasons why I got rid of the antidepressant is it was giving me some sexual side effects. mm and it was more frustrating. <laughs> we can't have that. Right. <laughs> and, you know, so it was it, like I felt great and I was always in a great mood. But then, you know, sexually things yeah. would happen that was frustrating. You, you know? were getting laughed at at the Lifestyle well. Club.
1: <laughs> could perform.
0: <laughs> but I was in a great mood. So but you are in a great shit. mood, yeah. Everyone, everyone's
1: like, he's fun to hang out with, yeah. but he can't fuck. So... <laughs>
0: Come on now. I know. I know.
1: I'm giving you a hard time. Um, I, I kid because I'm jealous. Well now you shit, I don't even
0: know where I was going with now that. Now we, um,
1: we, we, we've we kind of been babbling, but...
0: Uh, but yeah, it's... You know, it's...
1: You, you were saying that it affected you uh, sexually.
0: Yes. And, and, then, and ultimately, that's what led to me, you know, dropping, getting off yeah, the medication. Yeah. So...
1: And a lot of times it's the medication itself. And the, it, you can have something that's the same type of medication. It's just it's just different and right. have completely different uh, results. Side effects. Side effects yeah. and things like that. And, and everybody kind of goes through that. I think I had, I think I went through something similar to it. It was just like it wasn't, I didn't have an issue per, with performance. It was more like the drive. Yeah. I'm like, eh, whatever. If I can get late, I get <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever. And and uh, you know you see you start seeing somebody and they're just like you don't is it am I is it me and I'm like yeah. oh whoa whoa what no yeah and then you you know you tell your doctor and you switch off and a month later you're just <laughs> ready to pounce you're humping everything yeah, yeah. that walks <laughs> yeah, yeah oh I'm sorry I didn't realize I was humping your leg right yeah. I'm ready to
0: roll what's your name by the way yeah <laughs>
1: yeah so uh, but anyway that that's a good topic and I think I think that's something you and I could talk about I'd like to have somebody on that that really you know a doctor maybe or or a, or a therapist or somebody that has experience with this that would be willing to because i think you and i both experienced some some of this in our lives in in, in different ways but also very similar ways yeah. and i think we've hopefully at, at times have been a support system for one another and really fortunate that you know i don't think our our lives have been impacted too much i think there, like i said there have been extremes maybe both ways um, but overall, we've been able to manage it, and I think that's what's key is the, the, is being able to manage it. But I, I think it's a topic we could talk about. Uh, but but yeah, so um, let's let's get onto uh, Twilight Zone facts.
0: What do you got for us tonight? Twilight the Zone f- facts that facts. make us feel like we're in the Twilight Zone. So the first one kind of was interesting. Um, I just hope so. Because of how much I love the dentist! So I can only imagine what this kid <sighs> went. Yeah, through. I've
1: spent time in the
0: dentist. Um, 2019, so very recently, uh, a seven-year-old boy in India complained of a toothache. Yeah. After examination, he was found to have over 520 extra teeth.
1: No, don't say. I, I near what
0: is that? Crazy or what? How,
1: How how can they even fit?
0: So he always refused to allow doctors or dentists to see inside of his mouth. He always complained about issues. But he's seven. You
1: you open his mouth.
0: Well, like right. I mean, just like the last story. I mean, um, start cutting shit out. But uh, said that once he was having a bad episode, they finally got him to a hospital. He was given some anesthesia, and the doctors found uh, the boy had over five hundred twenty-six teeth in his small mouth. How do you not see that? Is that that, just all impacted or what?
1: Yeah, I mean, is it under the gum or? I mean, I'm trying. I see the story here. I'm looking at because it's a seven year old boy, so uh, his mouth
0: is not that freaking big, is it? Look at
1: this though, like, uh, oh, it's just a picture, and it's like the your your entire upper. It's a picture of the teeth, and then it's got like three rows of teeth behind it that are almost the same and just it's all just impacted a into bunch of impacted up into the it's not even the oh gum though God. it's like, It's, a, it's a, what do you call the roof of your mouth and it's just like it uh, makes me it makes me want it makes oh, that's me because I already have that issue where it's tropo whatever where you see a bunch of circles and patterns in a row and it, it weird you out and is that that's, only when that's you drink this, too much or what <laughs> no it's not as bad right now for some reason. Right? <laughs> I haven't had my I haven't had my third drink yet. Um, yeah, no, it, I don't need to. Turn, I need to I need to get rid of these yeah, pictures. That's, yeah, stop that's, looking. That's gross. So,
0: so okay, I yeah, that, that
1: poor little kid. What are they going to do? Extract all of them? Right. No, I, don't but, know. I mean.
0: Like I don't even want one tooth pulled, much less five hundred how many five hundred Can you imagine that kind of surgery geez. in your mouth? That's Yeah, terrible. we're gonna put you under for four days. I mean, I would I you know, I went through a time growing up where I had to have teeth pulled just so my my adult teeth would grow mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. straight and I would I you know, did as well. Yeah. I would get four pulled at a time. You know, I hated the dentist at yeah. that Wisdom point. Wisdom teeth. But and it was all only that. four at a time, so that's not too bad. I had
1: uh two extra teeth that he said most people didn't have, and then one was below Your Overachiever. The, uh, right. One was below the, and then there was another below the gums on the bottom. And they had to dig down and tie oh. a, they had to tie a, like a wire to it and then attach it to my upper bracket on the braces. And then just slowly the gums grew back, grew back over it. Oh shit. And then just as I would talk and whatever, I wouldn't, I would start not feeling it and it would just slowly pull it pull up. Pull it out. That's crazy. And, and yeah. So it was four wisdom teeth, two others, and then this one. And it was a, like a one big swooping surgery. Damn. And, um, I don't. I think it was like sixteen or something, and, and it's just weird. I was like, "Really? Like, yeah." Like, I
0: have to deal with this bullshit. Like
1: why? Why is this? Why? <laughs>
0: anyway, interesting. So that's
1: an interesting fact.
0: What's next? I've got one here that was. I don't know if it's interesting or just really creepy. Twenty <laughs> percent. Um, I like of,
1: creepy. Let's go. Yeah,
0: twenty percent of all marriages globally. So not just in Georgia. <laughs> 20% oh, I, Yeah, you ruined yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so 20. Oh, we have friends in uh, with Georgia family, don't we? Uh. So, no, that's Louisiana. Never mind. So, anyway, 20% of all <laughs> marriages globally are between first cousins.
1: What? 20%? 20% no.
0: globally. Trey, in case you don't know, that's one
1: fifth. That's a lot. That's one fifth of everybody in the world. In the world. First cousins. Yeah. This isn't like, you know, okay, down the road, there's, you know, fifth cousin, you know, whatever.
0: Wow. It says some countries are almost at 50% of marriages oh, being my between God. cousins. Like,
1: what? Co- I want to know what countries does it say?
0: No, unfortunately. Okay. Not. We got to research more. Quick little tidbit. We can make it up, yeah. though.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna research the serious stuff we talk about, but this needs to be We've gotta figure this shit out. So well, is anyway, Okoro we, married I, to his cousin? As we talked about on the last show with Meg and her she those stories. Remember those two uh, half siblings? Yes, yes. And they didn't even know for ten years. Yeah. They had four kids and fortunately they were all normal, but
0: That's crazy.
1: They walk in circles, cousin. but <laughs> <laughs> at
0: least zig- they're cute. Casual zigzag. Uh yeah. yeah. So And anyway. we've got a ton of uh worldwide listeners now, so I wonder how many cousin married cousins we have yeah. listening to us. <laughs> and if anybody knows that you're actually married, I mean what but again, that's the
1: same question we asked about the siblings. Like do you I mean, do they stay together, or do you go? This is I can't do this. I'm out. I mean, how many, how many people split? and How many people stay together? Right, right. That's what so. I want to know. And and if and is there are the percentages like crazy
0: in certain countries? Is there a certain country where it's like 99? percent we, We're going to stay together. So tell us. You know, write us if you're married to your first cousin. We right. won't. We will not say your name. We swear. No. We please <laughs> anything at all to get you to write
1: us and tell us your story. Uh, we will not mention any names. And maybe not even your country, if that makes you feel better. We just want to know.
0: Especially if it's in the same state as us. We won't mention That's that. true. We'll make up a that's state. That's true. So. Yeah. And by the way, all the Georgia people, Trey apologizes. Uh, we, we love you. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. So, the last little yeah. interesting one in in Colma. So, that's spelled C-O-L-M-A. Colma? Colma. Colma? C-O-L would be, I guess, Colma? Colma. Colma, yeah. Okay. A tiny Californian city, which that makes sense. I'm acting like I know. I'm like I don't don't know. The dead outnumber the living by almost a thousand to one. (laughs) A thousand to one. A thousand to one.
1: They're telling me that Colma is a very very small town.
0: It says
1: they're out. The living are outnumbered by the
0: like in the the graveyards and all that. Yeah, it says um, said. The, they have a population. So let's say, go. let me go back here. So it's located in San Mateo County. I, I don't know California very I don't well. Either. Is that Southern? Uh, my second wife was from California, so that's about all I know. So. You blocked it out now. Yeah, don't marry from California. <laughs> I'm going to look at it while you're talking. San Mateo, go ahead. San Mateo County. Um, so they have a population of 1,507 people. According to the 2020 National 1, Census. 1,500. That's okay. Not a lot, <clears throat> but still, it's a census. People. Sorry about that. Uh, most of the city's land is dedicated to cemeteries, uh, with the number of deceased rounding at 1.5 million people. It says Colma is currently known as the City of the Silent. Wow. I wonder if they have some cool Halloween parties. Like I like. That. I just like the name City of the Silent. That sounds really cool. Can you imagine driving through that city and just people creepily looking at you? Like, <laughs> well,
1: <if they> <laughs> well, it's like it's like where are you from? It, Colma. It, it sounds Colma. stupid. Versus, I'm from the City of the Silent. Yeah, uh, uh, it actually is um, near San Jose, so not quite Northern uh, California, but it's just south of San Fran and Oakland. So it's not. It is. Nor- I would consider that Northern. Okay. Um but it's it's at the south side of the bay, you know the bay area along the coastline is a big county uh called San Mateo. So I'm assuming that's where this was.
0: So yeah, but, that was I would
1: have guessed it more you know central California like in the uh, deserted deserts, you know, that kind of deal, but apparently it's near the coast. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody in California that knows otherwise,
0: let me know, but uh, that's what I'm seeing here. Here's one last interesting. Thing. Okay. It's more interesting, and, and of course this had to be in America, so uh, not globally. But it says in 44 states, there is no... So how many states do we have? 50? We have 50. Okay.
1: We have 43 of them who have uh, committed at least one listen to uh,
0: Stay in the Great Okay, so we've got 44 that there is no legal minimum age uh, for marriage. As long wow. as there is parental consent. Oh, Okay, I kind of, I think I kind
1: of knew this one,
0: but I didn't know it was forty-four states. Forty-four. Those are all our states, that, <laughs> the listeners says. Unbelievable as it may sound, child marriage is perfectly legal. Is a perfectly legal practice in almost all states in the United States. The only caveat is that the parents have to give permission for marriage. How right. dramatic is that I, I maybe it was like somebody seventeen is that considered a child? yeah, generation? I
1: mean, well, my understanding, like at least in Texas, not that I've looked too too much into this tray back in the day, that at seventeen, they're not considered uh, minors if you are like nineteen, you know what I mean? They're not gonna let two eighteen year olds, one of them turn nineteen and then are. You know what I mean? Eighteen Two 17-year-olds and one of them turns 18 and then all of a sudden they're fucked. Mm-hmm. And, and so the 17-year-old was where I understood that parent consent came into play. As long mm-hmm. as the parents were okay with it, 17 was not minor. Anything below that was. Gotcha. And I didn't know that... Um, you did a lot of research on that. <laughs> but you hear... Sounds like you have a story. You hear... You know what? I have a great story. Nothing, nothing creepy. Don't I worry. If you tell the prom story. Uh, that's the story I was just thinking. <laughs> of. So we'll tell that at some point uh, because it it is involves a a story that's not too detailed that I can get in too much trouble for, but. But I think below that, I know that there are, you know, you hear about these marriages. This 54 year old guy married a 15 year old girl. Oh, that's why true. would the parents, that's but the parents fucking. would have had to consent. Right. Why Why would they consent?
0: That's creepy. Right They're like, there. the
1: dad's like, this is the golf buddy I can go hang out with. Like, I don't, and even the dad was probably younger. Like, I don't get it. So it said, so.
0: and unfortunately, uh, Texas is not on here. The only states in which you must be at least 18 years old to marry are Delaware. Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island—any of those states surprise you?
1: No, I mean maybe Pennsylvania because of all the Amish, and I know they get—they can marry young. Okay, I mean they get married. Don't they? Isn't that what I'm thinking? They get married really young. Well, not not in Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, no one really knows what the Amish are doing.
0: Says twenty others have no legal age. Okay. So, and then it says, according to Equality Now, in just the years between 2000 and 2010... Over two hundred and forty thousand child marriages occurred, with the majority being older men marrying underage girls. Well, wow. well,
1: that not that, that part doesn't surprise me, but the two hundred and whatever thousand—that's a lot. Two hundred
0: forty thousand, yeah. Jesus, were they underage? It says underage. I'd be curious to know how underage, because there's got to be some creepy backwoods shit going on in there. So. Sure,
1: and I—I I mean, I've heard stories. Of, uh, you know, I say fifteen, but I mean, I've heard stories where it's even younger. And then, of course, you—you you know you mean I. I <laughs> We usually make jokes, but I swear I'm, I don't watch the talk shows. But you see a Jerry Springer or a, a something, and they have these people on there, and they're, the girls like twelve, and you, you wonder if it's <coughs> the producers, you know, they're making it up. Yeah. But some of them seem pretty <laughs> legit. They're little good actors. You know.
0: Pretty disgusting.
1: Pretty disgusting. So I, I don't. Um, yeah, I don't.
0: I may have to shower after this. Yeah, week, so. I don't.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, this uh, Twilight Zone episode with all the fucking teeth and the first cousins. and uh, I mean, I think the city of silence is sounding or whatever the hell that is. sounds pretty good right about now. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to go
0: there. A little quiet time. <laughs> yeah,
1: Trey and I, we're going to go there because we don't want first cousins and teeth and all that shit. Um, but anyway, that was good. Good one. Um, how about self-awareness? You want to do that? Absolutely. All right. Uh, uh, being aware of self-awareness. Do you want to go first? Sure, I've got okay. a couple. Go. First.
0: Um, so one happened to me the other day, and always, you, you know, this shit always happens when you're in a hurry. But anyway, so you know how you're you're going Without down the street, a doubt. right? Yes. And uh, now that I've got a truck, it always it's a lot more difficult. You Actually, bet. I can go over the curb. Anyway, that guy. Um. <laughs> so even with the jeep, I go over. The just curb. go, just Sorry. go over. Anyway, it. so you, you want to go get into the right turn lane, and uh, of course you got a red light, so traffic's backing up. You have a chance to get in the right turn lane. You can kind of miss the traffic turn Wait, right.
1: The right turn lane? or Some of them have turn lanes. No, an actual just, turn lane. An
0: actual turn an actual lane turn for the lane. right. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So you've got two lanes, and then you've got a third lane that's an actual turn lane. Got so it. So you want to get into that turn lane. Just making sure. Miss all the traffic. I can get into my apartment. And good to go, Right. Well, there's always that one asshole that, for whatever reason, wants to leave a full car length in between the car in front of them, right? So if they just pulled up a little bit oh more, yeah, I know what you mean. You can jump oh, into a good that one. turn lane and, good one. and turn, but no, you have to wait till the light turns green yeah. for them to to scoot up. And of course, this lady decides she, you know, she she doesn't pull up. I've got this big old truck now, and I'm parked right behind her. Of course, I'm probably about six inches from her fucking bumper to yep. let her know I'm there. Yeah. What she do? She picks up her phone. She gets oh, yeah. her phone a little bit yeah. and stuff like that. So it was it was enough to where I couldn't go over the curb, which I normally do, um, because I didn't want to be that much of an asshole. But yeah, that was super fucking frustrating. This is a
1: this is one that I think really the name implies. It's just a lack of awareness. You're yeah. just not like what are you doing? Do you you don't need a car length? In, I mean, and and we say car length. It's, I've had it literally car length, absolutely, or yeah. more. Yeah. And you're going, if you moved up three feet, I can get by can you and get there, turn right. Yeah.
0: And of course, there's a line behind me that would like to do the same <sighs> yeah, thing. People, ugh, I try yeah. to scoot up enough to where people can pass through and yeah. turn. Oh, I'm
1: always, I always try and do that. And I get, I almost get like frustrated if I can't do it. I'm like, oh man, I don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. Even though I'm trying my best. You yeah. Know? So, uh, yeah. the,
0: the only other one is I'm trying to be a little bit more courteous of a driver. Uh, thank,
1: well, especially now that we're doing self-aware.
0: Yeah. Hmm. thanks. To, thank, well, it's more so thanks to somebody that, that tends to ride with me quite a bit. <laughs> so, she's on my ass about certain things. So, anyway. Uh, she she um, rides rides you quite a bit? She, she rides me rides quite, a bit a, quite a bit about okay. my traffic uh, habits. I, I see. So... Anyway, so I, I try to be more courteous and let people over when they need to and stuff like that. Which sucks sometimes cuz you're going down the highway at a decent speed, you know, and not not too crazy and car needs to get over, cool, you start slowing down. Well, then they start slowing down you slow down a little bit more. Then they slow down a little bit more. And it's like, what the fuck? You know, get over. (laughs) You know, next thing you know, you're stopped on the highway just to let this one person over to be courteous. they don't, yeah. And then now you're backing traffic up. So I'm like, you know what? Keep keep your speed. Yeah. You know, because somebody's going to slow down a little bit just enough to let you in where you're not totally fucking up the flow of traffic so yeah there's a flow and i feel like a lot of people don't get it and they just you know, and if you're on the highway there's no need to slow down 20 to 30 miles under the speed limit to get over into the next lane you know what keep your keep your speed somebody will let you well it's
1: way. very similar to the one that i talked about the one time which is where they would get over to let you buy and then they'd speed up yeah and so you can't get up and over or back over yeah to, it's like, well, why why weren't you doing that before? Cool. Why, yeah.
0: Or you know, somebody's pacing you on your on your on the back tail of your car, and you need to get over. Yeah. But you start speeding up, they speed up. You start slowing down, they slow down. And they're just pacing you. It's like, what the yeah. fuck, you yeah. know? Yeah. So anyway,
1: uh, <sighs> yeah, those driving ones are good. I, I I think I have one. I have a couple. I I always have <laughs> something pissed off about something. Yeah, I, you know what? None of these are,
0: are driving. Believe it or not. I how long it's been since we've not done it i yet. know
1: let me i think i think this is very similar there's a couple of these that are real similar we've talked about when you're in a walkway the big one is the airport but not everybody's at the airport a lot I'm, i've been fortunate and unfortunate to be in airports quite a bit over my in the last maybe 10 years a lot enough and you're just walking, the, and so think about airports, but think about the mall. I think you brought that Absolutely, up. Think about yeah. grocery stores. Think about well, you don't get a lot of one of these in the grocery store, but it, you know, tourist attractions or mm. or in the city. When I lived in Chicago, you're walking around and you're just trying to get from point A to point B. The first one is when you're walking and there's a flow, especially like Chicago. Say you know you you went and came and visited and we walked around in the city and you, it's like New York, people are just everywhere going, yeah, and you're and everybody's walking. Well, if you're on your phone. And all of a sudden, you lose focus, and you just kind of stop
0: <laughs> right in the middle of everything. And
1: then I run into you because I'm walking. I might look over here and yeah, yeah. check out the
0: girl. You don't expect out. somebody yeah. to stop,
1: and you know, right? And they just stop, and you just crash, and, and they're like, Ugh. and they kind of look at you, and you're like, okay, seriously. That's one. The, the other one is, you know, these dicks that take up their, you know, with their families, and you know, look, I'm Assholes. a dad, I'm a husband, <laughs> and they, they, yeah, they have breeders. a family, but they're they're there, and they they. They want everybody to stop on a walkway so that they can take a picture of the family. Right. And, and you know, then little, you know, Jimmy's running this. Well, come back, come back. We got to take a picture. Smile. You're not looking at the camera. No, look over here. Yeah. Look. And everybody's like stacked up waiting, waiting for the picture yeah. to be taken. And then it's taken and they, you know, let me try one more. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And I, and I, sometimes I just walk in front of i just like, <laughs> just right. Just keep either. going. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll duck. I'll be. In,
1: I'll be. In, yeah, are you trying to fast
0: duck underneath it? Yeah, yeah,
1: something like that. But it, you know, that one's annoying. And again, if you do it really fast and you look like you're doing it, and you do it and go, that's fine. But why don't you be the one that waits? Have
0: some urgency. Yeah, wait
1: until everybody else who's trying to get by yep. in these situations. Now, if the, again, if it's at a, a park or is something huge. And I happen to want to go there. Okay, fine. I can go around you, but not in the the thin wall, the the narrow walkways.
0: Well, let me ask you this: How how often has somebody asked you to take a picture, and you decided to take a selfie with their phone?
1: Oh, I you know I've only done
0: that like once or twice. Oh yeah, and, but that's that's I cool. do that you all, know, all the time. I bet you do. I can see that. How many people have pictures of Trey? Oh, and I I love seeing them walk off, and they'd look down at their phone, all of a sudden they look up at me. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: now you just gave them free. When when uh, the podcast grows yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger, then they're going to go, oh,
0: sweet. I I knew this guy. Yeah, this guy yeah. gave
1: me a selfie. So what an You're asshole. welcome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome already. Uh, the, the, the other ones real quick are people that lead off, and I never realized this bothered me because I don't do it, though. I just never do it, but it's very common. People that lead off sentences with, with all due respect. mm Yeah. And the joke there, of course, is that doesn't mean you can say. I forget what comedian did or uh, movie or something. You can't just say
0: with do- <laughs> anything. Uh, Ricky Bobby was it? Oh, was it yeah. Talladega,
1: Nights Talladega Nights with R- Will Ferrell? And you, just because you say with all due respect, doesn't mean you, anything can follow that, right? Well, well I said, I said, that's what I said it it with all due respect. And it's just it's exactly like, what it means. If you say... If, if you looked at me, Trey, and you came to with all due respect, I know you're going to say some shit. Some insulting, yeah. Something that I'm not going to need to hear or want to hear. And with all due respect, doesn't make it better. Yeah. <laughs> just say, guess what? You ain't going to want to hear this. Right. Uh, that's one. And lastly, oh, God, I, I never realized how much this annoyed me until the other day when it happened. And it, when you're on an elevator... I've I bitched about escalators uh, on the show that you you uh, the last show that I did by myself. Did somebody fart? <laughs> the escalator, it's like just in case you didn't listen. Kind Trey, Trey doesn't yeah. listen to our show. I, I get just get you over. He said to scoot over. Just yeah. stay on the right. Oh, yeah. He did listen to the show. Yeah, I'm Trey. You, uh, just get out of the. way. Just stay on the damn side. Yeah. Anyway, elevators. If I'm on the elevator and it gets to the floor that I'm getting off on, and somebody's waiting to get on. It is common courtesy to let the people on the elevator off first. Right. Don't beeline your way into the elevator. Right. that I'm trying to meet around you and through people to get off, yeah. and the doors are closing. I <laughs> and whatever. I always go get off, and I try and hold the door if somebody's right. there. Right. Right. But it's just it happened, in this like lady just knocked me over trying to get in. I'm like, well, I'm getting off here, and she just didn't. I just like didn't Come give a on. shit. on. Yeah. So those are mine tonight. Good ones. I didn't those mean to rush the room, but I felt like they didn't need a lot of time. They just need, you just need to think they about it. It to be addressed. It. It needs to be addressed. And, I, I, you know, when we do this segment, I always stop and I have to, like, calm down. <laughs> and it's because I don't think these things are very difficult things. Yeah. I think that's what makes, I think that's what makes them good for the segment. Right. Is that it's not, it's not like you were asking you to do all this crazy stuff and it's irrational. These right.
0: things seem pretty easy. You would think, you would think. But yeah, just, people just don't have that just courtesy anymore. I don't know.
1: Or um, is there an unaware, like you said is there an unawareness of what the happened to the thing? wave? You know, yeah. We I, the I, wave.
0: I let somebody in earlier, just a little wave swear, in the rearview mirror. Nobody does. that I anymore.
1: swear, when I was younger and started driving, it was just like everybody all the time. And I know that this maybe a southern thing, but I all the time. Yeah. No matter what, I mean, you could you could. Almost run a guy off and oh sorry, my <laughs> like, bad. And you're waving yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry my bad. Almost ran over and you and now it's like I'm gonna shoot you if you you get close to me. Yeah. it's just ridiculous. So I just feel like a lot of these things are very simple. They uh, should be the elevator thing. The you know, uh, you know with all due respect is probably one that all right Ryan's just being Ryan but but I just just shut up till <laughs> say shut. that shit. Uh, but anyway, so that's all for tonight. What do you think? It's
0: good. I had fun.
1: <laughs> it's good. It's good. It was good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, I guess we'll it, see how good it is. It's definitely uh, quieter in the studio tonight, don't you think? Yeah, a little R- bit. Rather than uh, Antoine and Meg, a little calmer. Crazy Antoine yeah. and, and crazy Meg. We, we we love those two. And you just got the two old white guys in here now. You know, <laughs> you know, I didn't agree with a lot of the stuff that Meg said, but I just kind of let her go. Yeah. Is that bad? Should I have? Should I have kind of prodded her a little bit? No, Could I, that's no? what
0: I do a lot of time for you. Just let you go. <laughs> Just May not him agree die. with it, just but let you, let know, I was you know what? It's like you know people are going to think he's an idiot. So that, <laughs> that works out well.
1: Well, that's not what I meant. But okay,
0: Gl- glad to know
1: that how you really <laughs> feel. But I just felt like there are a few things that she said. I was like, oh, you know, I wanted to sit there and argue a little bit, but I didn't. I let those Gen Z ears kind of yeah. have their way. They think they
0: know best. They think they know best, right? They'll learn um, in twenty years when they're our age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll we should have
1: listened it. to Ryan and Trey. Well, I mean, in all fairness, Meg is going to law school, so it's kind of like I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. But yeah. uh, I don't. Know. I mean, come on. The one thing I wanted to say before we end is anybody that does a podcast probably has heard of a man named Joe Rogan, <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> right? Yeah. Anybody that doesn't have a podcast is probably hears the name Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, Joe Rogan. A day after we put our or we recorded. Our episode on Jason L Dean. Okay. Said almost the exact same thing that I said. No shit. Which a lot of people in all fairness, look, a lot of people are going to say this, but it was the idea that it's this idea that look, this is blown way out of proportion that all the rap songs, not all the rap songs, but a lot of the rap songs are way worse. And he used those words. A lot of the rap songs are way worse. I'm not saying Joe knows all. I'm not a Joe apologist, whatever. I enjoy a show every once in a while, and and whatever. But I'm just saying, this isn't just me spouting off. This is a, a common uh, perception that people have, and, and it's something we should talk about.
0: Well, and I'm sure there's other genres of music that's way worse, too, than just rap. I mean, I, I know some songs, actually. I was listening to some songs on my uh, playlist that I'm like, whoa. That, that's well, a there's a one rock song. Racy.
1: There's a, a one rock song that, she's a, uh, she's a bitch, uh uh and it's really, anyway, but it's a rock song and it's pretty bad. So, I mean, Crazy I've heard, bitch? I've heard Crazy Bitch or something like that. Yeah. But and, you fuck yeah, so good. Yeah. On yeah, top of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, the, you know, that one's got a little whatever. I think that's by uh, Buck Cherry. I think, is that Buck Cherry? Yeah. It, so, there's some songs out there, but I think the rap to me has just been the most, where I put it on and I'm like, what did he <laughs> just say? <laughs> like, what
0: the hell? Very polarizing. And yeah. And, it, yeah, and it, whether it's against women or whether it's uh, Well, like NW, or, NWA came out with Fuck the Police, yeah, you know? And, yeah. And, I think they got arrested at concert because the cops said, listen, if you play this song, we yeah. will arrest you. And Because mm-hmm. it's inciting the, yeah. the violence. But so, that, I mean, that's pretty, like, come
1: on. Yeah, I mean, Aldean's, we had to, like, <laughs> break down with some Gen Zers yeah. to try and find the violence. And this was no hidden message. This is basically, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just thought that it was interesting uh, to bring up, uh, but, but uh, we're going to move forward. And uh, we have one more show in season one, everybody. We're going to do a 33-episode season. Yes. And so our finale will be, uh, we were thinking about trying to do it from our African trip. So we'll see. Should I'm not sure. sure. We don't fair. know. But if we, can, if we can get the Wi-Fi. And survive. And, sur- and we're alive uh, by uh, next Wednesday, which is when we record, I will, uh, we'll, we'll definitely do the show from there, and it'll be a great season finale.
0: Why do I picture us on one of those? What is a spigot um, over some fire? Spigot. Uh, is a spigot. what are those things where you have a little what? pig? Oh, what do- <laughs> is that? What that's called? I don't know. It may be, but I. It just I don't know. No? But it sounds funny. Spigot. 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 That sounds really uh, uh, inappropriate. It sounds like. You know, I don't know some sort of racial stuff. Anyway, no, hopefully it's... we're not dangling over some fire for some soup. Oh some, rotisserie. some tribe. A rotisserie? And, yeah. Where you know you where you see a yeah, big fire a where rotisserie. they're rolling the okay. So. I'm gonna go with the rotisserie. So yeah, let's hope we're not over somebody <laughs> yeah. Can stew you see? in Africa. It's like point. it's like, oh uh the uh,
1: the the locals will give you an authentic experience. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Us us being cooked. Yeah. We're we're the cuisine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, But we'll we'll hopefully uh, we'll be safe and we'll do the uh, season finale, and we've got some great stuff uh, lined up already for season two, including uh, maybe not right at the beginning, but uh, some cameras, and we'll we'll get video. That'll be cool. See our crazy uh, mugs for each episode. So, thank you, guys. Uh, We'll see you next time. Love you. Later.
0: Brian, I'm happy. I should be proud to say that neither one of my marriages were to my cousins. (laughs) I need to get Olivia tested. (laughs)